0: Hello from Detroit, everybody, and welcome to the Internet History Podcast. This is Brian. I know I said that there wouldn't be an episode this week, and actually, technically, there isn't. This is just a special one-off announcement thingy um, that I'm cobbling together with my uh, makeshift uh, recording setup here. Uh, There are a few items that came up that you, the audience, can specifically help me with. So here's this quick little broadcast to tell you about them. Uh, First of all, um, over the last 48 hours or so, we've gotten an unusually large surge in uh, downloads that my Google Analytics can't account for, so I have to assume that we were mentioned on a podcast recently. Um, I'd love to know what that podcast was, um, just because I'm curious, but also so I can reach out and say thanks, so... If any of you are new listeners to the show that were brought here by another podcast, please uh, get in touch and let me know what that podcast was. Um, Item number two. Uh, I'm already working on researching the chapter on eBay. Uh, I know that part two of our Amazon chapter has not been released yet, but I'm working on that concurrently. Anyway, with eBay, it occurs to me that one of the biggest angles to the eBay story is that... It was one of the first web companies for whom its user community was the key driver of its product and its success. So while my chapter will, of course, largely tell the story of the company's formation, I'd also like to see if I can tell the story of the community's development from the community's point of view, not the company's. You know, what the, uh, the seller and buyer community was like at the beginning and how it evolved over the years and what it's like now that, um, you know, eBay is this big corporate behemoth. Now, this is not something that I can just learn by reading books or articles. I need to talk to the everyday people who have been or currently are big eBay users. And I'm not a big eBay user myself, so this is something that I'd rather throw out to people who know eBay better than I do. And there are thousands of you out there listening right now, so, um, do any of you use eBay regularly? Do you know somebody that uses eBay regularly? or One way or another, can you point me in the direction of somebody that's big in the eBay community, a well known name on the message boards or something like that? Um, you know, if you can tell me who to speak to, um, again, not someone from the company, but an eBay user who is prominent or well well respected, uh, please get in touch with me at internethistorypodcast at gmail.com. If you can tell me how to get in touch with these people, even better. Uh, and anyone who helps me out, I'll be happy to give a research credit um, and a shout-out uh, on this episode of of the show when it comes out. Um, now, and as I was thinking of that, something else occurred to me. Uh, this idea of people who are experts in online communities. It's uh, you know a, a fascinating phenomenon that I think is unique to the Internet era itself. I mean, if you've spent any time at all on any sort of online community, you know what I'm talking about. There's that one guy or girl who seems to know everything about a given niche topic and then sort of becomes the trusted authority by default. So I was wondering if I could do maybe an episode about this phenomenon, something along the lines of, you know, quote unquote, internet famous or something like that. Let me give you some examples from my own life. Like, for example, back in the early 2000s, when I was more into stock market investing, I became a daily lurker on the Yahoo Finance message boards, and there was this one guy named Sow, S-O-W, or Shatterer of Words was his handle, who was like this stock-picking guru that everyone turned to for analysis and advice. I don't know who he was or what he actually did for a living, but he posted thousands, probably tens of thousands of stock analyses for people over the years. And he was legendary and and on the boards, at least, was as respected as, as anybody that you'd see on CNBC. Or uh, in my current life, for example, as an Arsenal football fan, there's this one guy, uh, Jeff Arsenal, who is all over Twitter and the fan message boards and podcasts. And again, I don't know his background, but somehow he always has inside knowledge about the team, you know, who's pissed at who, which player is likely to be sold, what player might be brought in, etc., And so he's a bit of a legend, certainly an authority that fans trust, despite the fact that he seems to be just a guy, and he just comments on the internet. Or as one more niche example, I play a super nerdy computer game, Europa Universalis. It's sort of like Civilization, but way more complex. And again, on the Europa Universalis Reddits and other places, there's this one guy whose name escapes me at the moment who everyone turns to for tips and walkthroughs of game mechanics. If you want to find out the best strategy to win the Hundred Years' War as England, for example, he's the guy that can help you. So, right, again, this is a niche, niche area, but within that niche, he's a superstar, the resident expert. So I'd like to see if there's maybe something that can be done around people like this, around this phenomenon. So think of your, your own life and whatever niche communities you're involved in and is there someone like that that you know of um, that would fit this phenomenon perfectly Um, it could be anything any any niche area of the internet you swim in gardening airline mileage runs the expert on the golf club comparison boards or reddits or something like that if you have any ideas of people like that send them over as well i don't know if uh, it'll actually make a whole episode or if i would do an interview with with a person, or mash three or four interviews together to compare and contrast. And I mean, frankly, I don't know if there's you know enough material here at all. But i i I want to um, I want to at least explore it. So if you have any ideas for someone who might fit this crazy idea, again, uh, email me internethistorypodcast at gmail dot com. And um, lastly, we didn't mention it, but the one year anniversary of this podcast went by recently. We're currently, what is it, 56, is this episode 57? 57 episodes in. Again, I'm, as always, amazed at where this project has gone. And as I always do, I thank you for listening and contributing to it. I haven't done this before, and I don't intend to do it very often, but I wanted to use this anniversary as an opportunity to reach out and see if any of you might be willing to contribute to furthering the project. So for the first time... And for this episode only, I'm going to do a one-off fundraiser. If you go to internethistorypodcast.com forward slash donate, you'll find a link there to make a contribution to the podcast via PayPal. You can contribute any dollar figure you'd like. And let me be clear, this is not a contribution to put food on my table, but an honest-to-God request to help out a bit with this project specifically, uh, if you appreciate it. Uh, a quick, you know, back-of-the-envelope calculation that I did uh, this past week was that it's cost me somewhere north of $5,000 to produce this podcast over the last year, from the hundreds of books that I bought for research to the hosting for the podcast and the website to the literal microphones that I've purchased. I've gone through three. I'm, I'm rough on them for some reason. Uh, and to, frankly, the the babysitting expenses, as you know, I've been... I'm. I juggle being the CEO of a hundred employee company with being a part-time stay-at-home dad and also doing uh, this podcast. So sometimes, quite often, in fact, I've had to get a babysitter for a little penny while I conduct an interview. So anyway, the point is it all it all adds up. I'm not doing this as a Kickstarter because I don't have a specific goal. I'm just asking um, for a little tip of the hat. I'm, I'm happy to continue this this project one way or another, but if you enjoy this show, if you appreciate what we've done so far and my continued efforts with this, then please consider kicking in a few shekels. Um, again, think of your contribution as both a tip of the hat for the previous year and a bit of a pat on the back and encouragement for the year going forward. Again, the link is internethistorypodcast.com forward slash donate or there's a link in this episode's description on your podcast app or i i think i have a link on the main page of the website but i'll double check that i'm not asking for um a specific dollar amount if you want to contribute contribute whatever whatever you'd like um but there's also a, an option to contribute in the form of a monthly or yearly subscription um and anyone that goes that route i'm going to do something special for um not sure yet but if you do choose to go that route, I'll be in touch directly. Um, I don't know, uh, maybe you'll get a producer's or, or researcher's credit and maybe get some swag or something like that. Anyway, again, I won't ask for donations every episode, just this one time for now. And as always, anything that you um, can find uh, in your heart to contribute would be much appreciated. So finally, um, to that end, the, the year going forward, Many of you have asked about the book. Um, when is the book coming out? Um, yes, as a lot of you know, this podcast grew out of what I thought was going to be a book project, and it was out of loneliness and um, and in a boredom, I guess, that I made it public in podcast form. And quite frankly, the answer is I'm having so much fun doing it as a podcast right now that I simply haven't thought about um, the the book project in any meaningful way for a long time. Um, sure uh when we 're done with this uh we 'll have basically written a book, a history book, so it would make sense to put it out in some form at some point. But as you can see by the the pace of my progress that 's at least a few <laughs> a few years away and i wouldn 't even know what format would be appropriate anymore um ebook traditional publisher, some other multimedia format i don 't know we 'll see. I'm sure if uh, a decent publisher came along tomorrow, I would be tempted to do that if they believed in the subject matter as I do. But one way or another, I'm I'm sticking with this as a podcast uh, um, till we're till we're done till we reach the iPad or or whatever I I, I decide is the the um, ending point um, for for this history. And I'm actually also toying with experimenting with the ebook format later this year. So more on that in a few months, I think. So. I, this has turned into a state of the podcast, I guess. Um, we'll be back next Monday with more Amazon stuff, uh, more interviews, and, and the um, the second half of, of the history of uh, Amazon. And around the corner from that, we're onto eBay and Craigslist materials. And then um, I think we're going to take a look at some early community sites, both in the context of the time and as sort of a prelude to what would eventually become social media and then, uh I hope we'll delve a bit into venture capital both the the history of it and in a way, you know just kind of looking at what it does, what it is, and how it functions uh what else is on my agenda uh maybe a bit of uh history lesson slash tutorial on what the economy and the and the stock market was like the you know the background and circumstances of the the late nineties that set the table uh for the dot com bubble um we'll also revisit Netscape and find out what happened to them. We'll look at the Microsoft antitrust trial. We'll, um, well, you know, we'll finally get to the, the dot com era in general. Um, everything, all the good stuff from, from geocities to pets.com to webvan Uh, we'll also do the AOL time Warner merger. Yeah. So bunch of fun stuff coming down the pike this year. Um, thank you as always for listening. And if you, um, if you feel like, uh, contributing in any way, um, com forward slash donate. Thanks. And I'll, uh, talk to y'all next week.